This is your host, Michelle, and you're listening to Old TV with a New Twist. Let's see what classic television show we're watching and talking about this week. and welcome to episode 35 of old tv with a new twist today here with me is my daughter eden welcome Eden. hi welcome to the studio thank you so much it's great to have you back we are going to talk about the bob newhart show and this is um this is actually part of the bob newhart extravaganza because (laughs) featuring me featuring eden because eden and i did on the second podcast that i ever did way back Mm -hmm. over a year ago we did the show newhart and think in retrospect we should have did him in order because now we're going back to that was his second sitcom we're going back in time now to bob newhart's first sitcom that's what i was trying to remind myself this whole time i was like okay this is before newhart yes okay it's hard to tell because bob newhart's kind of like dick clark he looks the same age he's ageless (laughs) i I had that several times in here like how old is he i'm so confused yeah he's ageless so we're going to talk about the bob newhart show today and i'm going to give you some little stats about it it ran for six seasons from 1972 to 1978 142 episodes now for context this ran like i said 72 to 78 it went off the air Mm -hmm. and then the bob newhart's show i mean excuse me newhart (laughs) newhart started in 82. so he had a four-year break in between and then he went to work. But both of these shows were produced by MTM, which was Mary Tyler Moore's production company. Mm-hmm. And so he worked for 14 years in two very high rated sitcoms that were his shows. So mm-hmm. he that's a very prolific career. Absolutely. Um, I also want to say about this show that it ran on Saturday nights in the 70s, which I remember very mm-hmm. well. The Saturday night lineup was epic when I was growing up. At one point, it was all in the family. The Jeffersons, the Mary Tyler Moore show, then it was the Bob Newhart show, and then it was the Carol Burnett show. It all in one night? All in one night. Oh, wow. This was the lineup. It was busy night. Saturday nights were phenomenal. And can you guess, Eden, in 1977, on a Saturday night, what did I have for dinner, Eden? Hamburgers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We had hamburgers as long as I can ever remember. It was yeah. called Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Special. <laughs> My mom named it that. Up until you guys came along and Momo's house on a Saturday yeah. night was always Saturday Night Special. Absolutely. Specials. How about that? My daughter knew what I had for dinner 40 <laughs> years ago when I was watching this show. So anyway, yeah, we watched an episode uh, 24 of season five, You're Having My Hartley. I do want to tell you something about this episode. Please. It, it was the last episode of the fifth season. Uh huh. And Bob Newhart was not sure he wanted to come back for a sixth season. 
So he made them write an episode that could be a series finale. Okay. But then they decided to come back and we'll talk about whether or not there was any continuity Mm -hmm. at all in this storyline. But that was a very interesting thing. So let's dive right in. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm I'm actually, this is probably one of the ones I'm most excited about. I couldn't get a read on what you would have thought about it. And I know it's going to be different because this is my first time watching it. Of course, you grew up then, but yeah. Well, you you also now have watched New Heart, which mm-hmm. was his next mm-hmm. thing. So you you've seen him after this. I'm let me just take a little guess. <laughs> take a guess. I'm guessing you might be a little sweet on Bob Newhart. Not in the least. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, all right. No, because that think is he's incorrect. Adorable. These characters he plays, I just love. Okay. I love these characters. Okay. Oh my god. Interesting. Gosh. <laughs> what? I feel like I'm about to get a, a Caleb situation right now we're gonna disagree about everything it, yeah. it appears okay oh mm-hmm. my god <laughs> i'm thinking she's going to love this y'all if y'all could see her face i'm getting eyes rolling eye rolls <laughs> and she's sighing and this is gonna be bad mm-hmm. okay i thought I you will give away too much this. i won't give away too much just yet we'll get into it but let's yeah. just talk about the opening this for the first time i can say does not have an iconic theme song no i didn't know it at all no it's just music no yeah. but to me the music brings back memories right of the saturday nights you know? i even thought that because i was like okay well this is season five of this show which means there was at least five seasons probably mm-hmm. more and i don't recognize the song at all I thought that was strange. Yeah, because yeah. usually we're like, oh, iconic, iconic. Gilligan's Island, I mean, Brady it's Bunch. Kind I mean, of like not iconic, but to me, it's it's memorable. Let's right. say to me, you I remember it. Yeah, it brings you back. It yeah, but back. from yeah. someone who didn't grow up in that time, there yeah. are a lot of iconic ones to me, like Mary Tyler Moore, Brady Bunch, things sure. that I didn't grow up with, so aren't memorable for me, but iconic. This was just like, well, yeah, never heard this before. Yep. So it's just the the opening song is playing there's no words to it it's just instrumental and he is commuting to work in chicago mm-hmm. that's the opening that's for every episode second, yeah yeah but then the episode opens where he's he's waking up in bed in in the morning it's morning time and he's waking up and one thing that I, that is iconic to me that i remember do you remember what their sheets and their comforter looked like on their bed blue i think it was like lines uh-huh it was like all lines one way it's, it was yeah. graph paper mm-hmm. and i always remember that because that was their sheets all through that show but anyway interesting okay so let's get any confusion out of the way because we the first time we had some confusion mm-hmm. his name on this show is bob hartley yes yes but at least it's bob not bob Newhart. because yeah. <laughs> last time you were very confused by the dick loudon of it all yes <laughs> on new and this was called the Bob Newhart Show. Right. But his name is Bob Hartley. Right. I don't understand. The- well, the Mary Tyler Moore show was, she played Mary Richards. It's just different. It's just, Must I don't know. It must have been know. a 70s thing. It I have no thing. idea. Yeah. It because they're not sense. playing themselves. I don't understand why they, just name him Bob Newhart. They did it in Hannah Montana. Her name was Hannah Montana when she was Hannah Montana. Right. But when she was Miley, her name was Miley, but her name was Miley Stewart. Yeah, you see? Instead of Miley Cyrus. Yeah, because she's not playing Miley Cyrus. He's not playing. Bob Newhart is not a psychologist. By the way, Bob Hartley is a doctor. He's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. So He's a psychologist, a 40-year-old psychologist who needs his wife to wake him up in the morning several times and tell him to drink his orange juice so it'll wake him up. Hmm. Well, Interesting. <laughs> All I have written for this scene is man-child. 
Why? Okay, well, he's 40 years old. Well, I don't. Gino gets up on his own every morning to go You're to work. I don't have to wake picky. him up. Picky? <laughs> it's a five minute scene of his wife trying to wake up a grown man. I immediately okay. was like, is he dumb? No, no, he's not. He's not. He's a doctor. Yeah, well, that's Dr. Hartley. To be seen. Um, But you're correct. This scene is his wife coming into the bedroom, trying to wake him up, bringing him orange juice. His wife is played by the great actress, Suzanne Plachette. Does she look familiar to you? She does not. Really? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, She's a classic beauty. I always thought she was a she classic beauty. She was very beauty. pretty. She played in the very classic movie, The Birds. Oh, okay. She was the school teacher. Uh, who hmm. got pecked to death on the stairs of her, uh, spoiler of her alert house, on the front of her house <laughs> spoiler alert. yeah I've never seen that movie yeah interesting um, she's a school teacher mm -hmm. she leaves for work and hopefully he'll get out of bed fingers crossed i but don't know fully grown adult but apparently he makes it because in the next scene we're at the medical plaza where he, he works mm -hmm. so it's all downhill from here guys <laughs> We get a dentist. This is, so this must be an mm -hmm. office building. It's a medical plaza. Okay, gotcha. It's all that's, doctors. That's what I got from the scene. Mm -hmm. That there, there's a bunch of doctors. Um, we have a dentist talking to the receptionist, Carol. Yes. Immediately alarmed by the conversation. This would never happen in 2021. Never. Um, he says he calls, he calls her, her fat. He calls her two ton Carol. <laughs> he says she's starting to get a stomach. Uh -huh. um your your rolls are gonna start oozing out of your clothes i was like oh wowzers wow this would never happen because today. she brought a box of eclairs yes in the morning and yeah. and he's she said do you want one and he said no she said good i only have six <laughs> <laughs> that's my girl i never met a pastry i didn't like um so yeah this his name is jerry jerry the dentist mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and so he calls Carol fat, two-ton Carol. You don't know what these eclairs are going to do to your teeth, your waistline, whatever. And then Carol reveals she is pregnant. Yes. Through the life of the series, we've watched Carol from the beginning. She was there. Mm -hmm. And she was the single receptionist who thought she was never going to find love. Mm -hmm. Like, she's that single girl who... Mm -hmm always talks about being single but then she found a guy she got married and now she's pregnant so it was good there's the evolution of carol through the series and this workplace is really like a family they have dr tubman who's the urologist mm -hmm. he's <laughs> he's in a lot of episodes and a lot of things you see the whole group around the water cooler talking and it's a very familial kind of workplace kind of like you had at uh, aspen <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. the location which shall not be named yeah <laughs> So, so anyway, maybe, yeah. So maybe that was my issue with coming in season five, episode 24, never having seen the show immediately when Carol says that she's pregnant, Jerry starts crying. Uh, okay. Blubbering. Yeah. The, the blubbering got me. Okay. Yeah. And then because Bob there's going to be a lot in. of blubbering, oh, so much blubbering. Then Bob comes in and he starts blubbering because she's pregnant. And I'm like, are these children? This is not a doctor and a doctor. This no. is so, but again, now that you tell me, like, they're probably just so happy for her, but in the moment without knowing the evolution of Carol and the, their relationships together, I right. was like, you're crying this much because your receptionist is pregnant? This episode is very ridiculous in some ways, but mm. at the end, we're going to talk about why. This is a question I had at the very end of my notes, but was the rest of this, was the rest of this series this stupid? Because to me, no, there's no but, way it would have made it no, this many seasons. No, but okay. We, we've got to we'll give see. away, we've got to give away the no, ending. We'll to see. Say, okay, okay. No, we'll see. You yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, about. I like the surprise ending. Okay. And that's why I was kind of like, oh, maybe that's yeah. why, but yeah. 
Okay. So at first, originally just That's at this point why. forward, if you're watching this from a young person's point of view, if this is your first time watching this show and listening to the podcast, you're on the same page as me right now. Right. You're thinking, what in the world am I watching? Is it always this stupid? Right. Okay. So then he's at home in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, he's opening a bottle of wine. The table is set mm -hmm. for dinner. They've got him and Emily have a couple coming over for dinner. Mm -hmm. And in walks his nosy neighbor, Howard Borden, who's played by Bill Daly. Okay. So he's the neighbor. I didn't know he's where their he neighbor. came in. Um, he's a navigator. He, on a, yeah, he flies planes. Did you recognize him at all? Mm -mm. Okay, from I Dream of Jeannie, no. he played Major Healy, which I Dream of Jeannie is going to be coming up soon. Uh -huh. I had a request for that. Anyway, but he's the king of something our family refers to as the pop-in. <laughs> the pop-in. He just walks in their apartment anytime he feels like it. And Ready this, for dinner. <laughs> this, was, this was annoying. This is another very intelligent man, we, we would assume, a navigator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who is not intelligent at all yeah i feel like we're three for three on that yeah in this show well because bob, bob says we're having company for dinner and he says oh I good company i don't <laughs> like when it's just the three of us there's only four at the table here mm -hmm. but he is intent on inviting himself to dinner but he says that cliff murdoch and his wife corinne corinne how, cliff murdoch and his wife are coming and howard says oh the leaper <laughs> and he said no the peeper he made he, he made an appearance on the show a couple of times. His friend, the Peeper. Okay, I, I forget why they call him the Peeper, but the they call him the Peeper, the Mr. Murdoch. Murdoch. Okay. So let me ask you this question: How would you handle a neighbor like this? That would never happen. Yeah. I'd lock my door. You don't. <laughs> you don't just... allow that precedent to begin. Yeah, I just yeah, you yeah. just can't. Okay. Well, the doorbell rings, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we get hey hey hey. We get four and five. <laughs> Silly and sillier. <laughs> This have not met a character yet who's not silly, except for his wife. His, in Bob's wife is not silly. The peeper and his wife. Now, does the peeper look familiar to you? No, nobody. No, who's the, the actor? Peeper? Tom Poston plays no. the peeper, who was actually a very, very close and dear friend to Bob Newhart in real life. Mm -hmm. Oh, he yes, he looked familiar, but you I don't know, know from what he played George the Handyman on Newhart. Your favorite yes. character. Okay, on Newhart. yes, 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 yes. Okay. I, you know what? I did think of that. And I said, I think he's on Newhart. Yeah. Yes, he did look familiar. I'm sorry. He did look familiar. Okay. All right. And I remember that he was from Newhart, but I couldn't remember. I was like, does he play Howard on Newhart? Probably not. So, yeah. Okay. They all greet and sit down and Bob tells them all about Carol being pregnant. And what happens, Eden? Oh, my gosh. The neighbor starts crying. <laughs> Howard starts crying. I, 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 this is what I wrote, everyone. Carol's having a baby and now Howard's crying. WTF, is everyone on drugs? I'm so confused. <laughs> that is word for word what I wrote. I was I was like, what? Another fully grown adult crying over Carol being pregnant? I was lost at this point. And he's crying because his neighbor's receptionist is, is pregnant. pregnant. His neighbor's emotional. His neighbor's receptionist. Yes, I was just lost. Yeah. So he leaves. He's too upset. He leaves, correct? Yeah, because he's over, he's just overwhelmed. overwhelmed. So at least they got rid of the pop-in. But um, <laughs> that's one way to do it. I even put crying is not funny. Did they think all this ridiculous crying would be funny? Because it's not. It's ridiculous, and none of them can even cry convincingly. No, it aggravated me. It's a cheap try at laughs, and I like this show. Yeah, <laughs> but I still didn't like all this crying. It was ridiculous. That's a great assessment. Yeah, it wasn't even believable crying. It was like whimpering and like yeah, blubbering. It was weird, guys. It was just weird. So the peeper is a practical joker. 
And then they're going to suggest Which, a practical joke to play on Emily. Is he a practical joker in all? It, yeah, he's always a practical joker. He always comes in with something and he's playing some kind of joke on Bob. <laughs> well, he suggests that they play the joke. He suggests that they flood the living room. Yes, that's what they suggested. <laughs> Bob's like, no, let's not. Again, that's a no dog. Again, uh, lost. <laughs> but what do they decide to do? So, okay. Yes. Peeper wants to flood the house. Um. <laughs> And then his wife's like, no, let's flip over the couch cushions, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And then they have this idea to just stand at a lean. They just stand up, but leaning. The three of them. Yeah. And when Emily comes in, Bob's wife mm -hmm. comes in. She, The joke is that she's going to think she's the one leaning and they're going to pretend like they're standing up straight. When I tell you this is a poorly executed practical joke, they're standing together like a fence. All three are practically linked. Yeah. And leaning and smiling Get when she walks in. So she's like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> it is the worst implemented practical joke I've ever seen. It's the worst idea. I'd rather you flip the couch cushions. Well, the premise was that she would look at them and when they when she asked them what's going on, they'd say, what? Everything's fine. She would think that some that she's distorted. Her, yeah, but her, they're terrible actors. <laughs> they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with us. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, just silly. I, I was blown away by the silliness in this scene every scene silly the neighbor just ran out crying everybody's just sitting there leaning i was just lost i, I didn't understand what the situation it was, was going off the rails i was like is it almost over <laughs> <laughs> well she says what's wrong like why y'all leaning like fools you know um bob says well, no, nothing's wrong with us what's wrong with you and what does she say she says nothing wrongs with nothing's wrong with me i'm pregnant and Bob does falls. not cry. No, he didn't cry. <laughs> falls onto the couch. He just fell up. Well, he was already leaning. He was already halfway there. Yes. He just fell the rest of the way. So that end scene. Commercial break. Praise Jesus. End scene. <laughs> My gosh. Hulu only gave me a minute and 30. I was like, give me more. Give me more. What else do you want to sell me? Tell me more. <laughs> okay. So when the next scene begins, they are back in the bedroom with the graph paper sheets mm -hmm. <laughs> and building mm -hmm. cases. <laughs> I don't know why it's so iconic to me, <laughs> um, but they're discussing uh, having a baby. Emily's pumped. Bob seems a bit catatonic. Yeah. And it, again, to go with the strangeness of this whole show or this whole episode at the very least, because that's the only thing I can speak on. It's like they had never had a conversation about having a baby. This is a total, total shock to right, him. Right. As if he doesn't know how it happened. Yeah. Again, I was just like, well, did he, he did he not her, want a baby? Yes, he does. How did this happen? And she says it's Jerry the dentist's fault. He canceled the golf game. He canceled the golf game one Saturday. And they had a really dull afternoon. <laughs> and Bob says, well, are you sure it's not just a sore throat? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even funny. Which is, well, it's funny because they tie it in later. Did you notice? I, I okay, noticed. okay, okay, okay. Uh -huh. But anyway, he's super nervous. They do this whole thing where he gets in bed with his shoes on and he's his coat. You know, he puts just... his shoes under his pillow. Again, I'm like, this man is a psychologist. A psychologist doesn't isn't better prepared to handle his wife saying he's pregnant. Like, are you a That's child? True. That's true. But this is how you do things. There's a reason to put your shoes under your pillow. So scorpions don't get to it. keep scorpions. That's an old trick from the army. Uh huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he then he thinks it's a practical joke that the peeper pulled, which would be a better one than leaning, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, but she says, nope, having a baby. He starts crying again. Okay. End scene. <laughs> now, the next is just 
let's just breeze through it because it make it, this whole thing made. <sighs> me, go ahead, you you do it. I'll take you breeze it. Through it. I'll Ta take take it. it, Eden. We're in a bar with Bob, the neighbor Howard, mm -hmm. Jerry, the dentist, right, and the peeper. Okay, waiter slash bartender comes over, has four beers. Says, "Here's your beer." Here's your martini on the rocks. Here's your Shirley Temple. So confused. We didn't get the part of them ordering it. He's he's kidding about what the drinks are. The drinks totaled up to be $1.80. I, when I tell you, again, so lost. They're singing. They're talking about the baby. You know, what's... And of course, they're, they're guys. So they're all focused on, well, what's he going to be? What's your son going to be? Oh, maybe he'll be president. Maybe he'll be this. He's going to go to college. That's really it. It's the most tomfoolery conversation. Yeah. But they get drunk. That it's is really, very it's cliche nothing. that when men found out their wives were pregnant, if they they'd go get drunk somewhere. Yes. I, I think. I think yes. I recall that being the way men react to that kind yeah. of sometimes. Yeah. Back in the day, again, and it we was, find and out, it was funny. It was hilarious. Right, as if men, <laughs> a, a grown forty-year-old psychologist, doctor. doctor, the only way to cope with having a baby is going to get drunk with his friends. Hmm. Confused. And then they switch to the women, the peeper's wife and Carol and Emily mm -hmm. at her house, kind of getting together to celebrate. And she's talking about her daughter and mm -hmm. what her daughter is going to be. And Carol's trying to knit. <laughs> I'm throwing my notebook if you can't see me. She's throwing it. It's being thrown. I, I have no words. I, I, she has a mangled up handful of yarn and two knitting needles that she's holding like steak knives and she's like am i doing this right emily's like well, what are you trying to do and she's like knit she's like then no you're not doing it right that wasn't funny none of it was funny it's like slapstick it's like a child wrote the show i okay. was flabbergasted at this scene once again the only likable person in this show is emily Anyway, blah, blah, blah. But it it does get normal when they leave the bar and they decide they're going to buy a gift for the baby. So they come into Emily and Bob's house with the gift. A literal horse. <laughs> a horse. <laughs> on whatever floor of this apartment in seventh Chicago. Mm -hmm. He's on the seventh floor. Mm -hmm. Very nice apartment. Yeah. How'd we get the horse up here at 2 a.m. drunk? I don't know, guys. I, at this point, I was checked out. Yes. Send me my bill. I'm done. So the people. A horse, a horse, a surprise <laughs> for the baby, a horse. Emily's like, we can't keep a horse in this apartment, whatever the silliness of it all. Peeper and his wife take the horse away. Where, where, where are Peeper and his wife taking the horse at 2 a.m. Uh, back down the seven flights of stairs? <laughs> I wrote this uh, officially on the podcast. This is the dumbest are show I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, very okay. disappointed. Okay. Well, we can talk about that in a second. So mm -hmm. the Peeper and his wife take the horse away. Bob plops down on the couch. He's drunk. Mm hmm and uh, while Emily makes him a cup of coffee and when she comes back, he's asleep. So she's standing there with the coffee saying, wake up, Bob, Bob, wake up. And we go back <laughs> to the opening scene where he's in the bed with the draft paper sheets, with, with the lines. <laughs> and the entire episode was a dream. And it's all making sense to me now. Yes. The I show honestly, was not this goofy. I honestly <laughs> was like, 
good on you guys. They really got me when it yeah. switched back to the opening scene. I was like, Oh my gosh, it was a dream. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time I left the whole show. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a good one. Like good one. Yeah. Because the episode was so ridiculous. I was like, yeah. it all made sense. That that's this was not a how every episode, Bob Hartley never acted that way. That's amazing. <laughs> I have to watch other episodes. Yeah. I really exactly. do. And you you need to. Yeah, I'll absolutely have to watch um, another but episode. But she does tell him that she found out Carol is pregnant. Carol is pregnant. And then when she says she's going to the doctor, he looks alarmed. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, I have a sore throat. Yeah. So they tie it back in. <laughs> but then she also tells him what? She said, oh, Jerry called to cancel your golf game. Yes. Because looks it's going like to rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which ties it all up. And that's it. I just have a couple of questions for you. Well, uh -huh. I only have one discussion question and then we'll do the, the usual favorite character you would meet or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, differences or similarities in Dick Loudon and Bob Hartley now that you've seen both shows. It's hard to tell because I don't know if I feel like I got a good grasp on Bob in this episode just yeah. because it was so stupid and yeah. there was no real storyline. And yeah, um, I think I liked his character in new heart better. Mm -hmm. Um, but because I liked the show better and right. I liked the premise better. Um, so far I didn't love this show. So I think it just made me not like yeah. him. And it, and again, his wife was still waking him up for work in the morning. That wasn't, a that dream. wasn't a dream <laughs> after all the dream sequence, we still get his wife waking him up in the morning. So that still is kind of cringe to me, but no, I, I liked his new heart character better. Favorite character. I have feel mine. Yours are the same. Emily. Emily. Even when it's not a dream sequence and ridiculous and all that, Emily's fantastic. Yeah. And Suzanne Plachette is just so good. Oh yeah. my gosh. She was so pretty. She just seemed, she seemed like the best actor on the show for sure. Yeah. Humameter, which I know your humameter is going to be way lower than this show deserves, but go ahead. <laughs> a one, a true oh, one. Wow. I feel like sometimes when we watch shows that I don't necessarily think are great, or don't like the show, I still feel like I can get a couple of laughs, like Mad About You. Right. I didn't like Mad About You. I thought the show was awful. No, huh? You didn't really say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there were still a couple of points in the show where I chuckled. I got none of that in this. Right. Until the very end when we realized it was a dream sequence. And I was like, oh, good one. Yeah, a yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, I'll put it at a six, but I've I've seen it and mm -hmm. I know what else is well, going hey, that's on. That's the whole point of this yeah. podcast. Yeah two different viewpoints right and it's different when you know yeah i'm mm -hmm. going into it with a whole different perception mm -hmm. uh the watchability meter i i gave it a nine i would watch every episode of this show and to be very honest i own every season on dvd mm -hmm. and have watched the whole thing completely through more than once i love this show wow what's <laughs> another one <laughs> okay another one i this was one again another one of the shows that watching it i had zero desire to see any other episode i was like i'll never have to see this again um now after it became a dream sequence i do think i have a desire more to watch another normal episode right just to see how their characters compare in the dream sequence versus their normal characters um so maybe i'll lift it to a two because maybe, maybe. the show itself just to give it another chance. is watchable right but this episode I would skip it even if I rewatched the whole series. Okay. Favorite or LOL moment? Mine is going to surprise you, but you go ahead first. Do you have any? I think my favorite moment was just realizing it was a dream sequence. One, because the episode was over. <laughs> you were just so happy it was over. I was over. like, oh, two minutes left. We're nearing the end. So yeah, 
I thought that was good. I thought it was clever. I did okay. think it was clever. Um, that or the horse. The horse did get me. It was funny. It, the horse got me because they were. T- I don't. I don't even remember what they were talking about buying the baby. A wooden teeth, like George Washington, <laughs> the wooden teeth store. When the door opened and it was a horse, I was like, "What in the world?" Yeah. So yeah, I'd say either the horse or realizing it was a dream sequence. Okay. What was yours? My favorite or LOL moment. <laughs> you're gonna die. The leaning. You kid. You're kidding. No. The, the leaning. leaning. Yeah. Because first Jeez. of all, just the thought that they would think that would be funny. And just Emily being, what what's wrong with y'all? Just the way she was like, well, what? You know, yeah, and the way they were just sit, standing there like, oh, this is so funny. And she's like, what are y'all doing? I just thought that the way that played out was funny. Maybe so. Yeah. The, I mean, the scene. The peeper's wife was a big silly head. Oh, gosh. She was so dingy. But yeah, I mean, it could be viewed as funny, I suppose. All right. I'm going to tell you a little bit of useless trivia. And then okay. we'll just wrap it up with general opinions. Okay. Suzanne Plachette was cast to play Emily after she appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and was seated next to Bob Newhart. Hmm. The producers of the show thought that she and Bob clicked and asked her to read for the show. So that's interesting. Bob Newhart stipulated when the show was being developed that he did not want Bob and Emily to have children because he did not want it to become a family sitcom. Hmm. So it's interesting where she announces that she's pregnant, it turns out to be Bob's nightmare. So that uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The whole time I was like, does he not want a kid? Yeah. This is bad. Well, yeah. Bob Newhart, Peter Bonnards, who played the dentist, mm-hmm. Jerry, and Suzanne Plachette are the only cast members to appear in all 142 episodes of the series. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. Peter Bonnards also went on to become a very successful director of sitcoms. Oh, okay. Suzanne Plachette is among two other notable actresses. Those are Lucille Ball and Kathleen Turner, whose voices started out high and over the course of their career became deep baritones due to constant heavy smoking. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I could tell that she was a smoker. Yeah. Her voice got so deep at the end of her career. It was really deep. I can't even do it. It's so deep. Yikes. Here's something interesting. Um, Suzanne Plachette had been married several times. Um, Tom Poston, who played the peeper and then who goes on to play George on Newhart, he was he was married to his wife for many, 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 many years. And then she died. I don't know what year. But Suzanne Plachette and the peeper got married in real life. Wow. And they married until they both died. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's nice. They, and the last thing is... Every time Howard came into the house, he said, hi, Bob. That was kind of a thing. Everybody says, hi, Bob. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the series, the phrase, hi, Bob, was said 256 times. Wow. Yeah. Um, this was a popular drinking game phrase among college students at the time. Hmm. Whenever somebody said, Bob, you take a drink. Whenever somebody said, hi, Bob, you guzzle your drink. Wow. So there were a lot of drunk high school, I mean, college students. Interesting. <laughs> in the 1970s. Let me ask you, do they ever have a child on this show? No, they in do the not. In the seven seasons, they no. do not. So she's not actually pregnant. No, oh no. Well, because that, well, was, that well, part but, was a dream. Well, yeah, but at the end, when she says she has a sore throat, I'm like, well, maybe she is going to be pregnant. No, no, she and never has And we'll get that thing. in season six. But, but no, she okay. does say that Carol is pregnant. Yes. But then when they come back for the next season, Carol is not pregnant. 
Oh. So there, there was a little continuity issue there. Interesting. Because they really didn't know if the show was going to continue or not when they filmed this. Yeah. They were thinking this is, might be our finale. Did they ever explain why she wasn't pregnant? No. They just never that was addressed just, it. Yeah, yeah. Just one of those things. To me, the Bob Newhart show is just one of those iconic shows. I love Bob Newhart, his kind of humor. Mm -hmm. He, as a matter of fact, with all his, and he was a great stand-up comedian. He had done a bunch of guest spots on shows. He had done, did you ever watch Murphy Brown? Mm -mm. Do you know what Murphy Brown was with Candace Bergen? Like a lawyer? No, she was, she was a, um, no clue. Okay. She was like a, 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 a TV host, but anyway, she could never keep a secretary on mm -hmm. the show. She went through secretaries every, I think John F. Kennedy was her secretary one week or something. <laughs> I mean, she had all, every week it was a different secretary mm -hmm. guest star. And one week her secretary was Carol. Okay. Oh, that's the, fine. The character from Bob Newhart, Carol, that's Carol. Fine. Yeah. And she's great. Uh, every week she gets a, an incompetent one, but she finally got a great one and she's going to stick with this secretary mm -hmm. but at the end of the episode dr bob hartley comes in and says carol i need you back <laughs> so funny this was in the 90s this is that's 20 good. years after the show went off the air yeah but he and and murphy brown's like but i just found a good he, and she goes back with dr hartley oh that's cool So that was kind of funny but anyway bob newhart had been nominated for emmys before never won um 2014 he did some guest spots on the big bang theory Okay. And finally won an Emmy award wow. after being nominated from the 70, like 40 years later, yeah. he won. And this morning I found it on YouTube and watched him accept the Emmy and he's got like te Aww. tears coming down. And Is he still alive? Yeah, but he's very old. Yeah. He's like 90 something. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but it was great to see him finally win. And of course the audience gave him this standing ovation right. and it was just one of those moments, you so know, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But, um, I like Bob Newhart. I, I like, I, I like him as a person. Yeah. I think I liked his character in Newhart. Yeah. Just this show didn't do it. Okay. But this one, this one, this was one didn't not, do it for me. Not too good. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we're going to be back on the next podcast to talk about the Newhart finale. And we'll wrap up the whole Bob Newhart thing as far as those two. And then later on, we're going to have her look at another one because we don't want to Newhart you to death right now. But we do want to <laughs> do the Newhart finale because I always wanted Eden to revisit Newhart since she saw the pilot because it changed so drastically through the course of the show. Mm -hmm. So we will be back with that. Eden, thank you for doing this. You are very welcome. <laughs> I know this was a chore. No, this one, <laughs> this one was something, but no, it's never a chore. Okay. Well, thank you, Eden. And uh, we did we not didn't mention say it. So Seinfeld. Seinfeld, everybody. <laughs> Bye. This is Michelle, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Old TV with a New Twist. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your Apple Podcast app. And join our Facebook group, Old TV with a New Twist Podcast Group. And tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about, and we'll keep you informed of what's to come. We'll be back next month with a whole new episode of Old TV with a New Twist.